This is Integrity Radio. This is Season 3. This is Episode 2. And today, my co-host is Ben Jacobson, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Say hi to everybody, Ben. Uh, Thank you for having me. Well, uh, first things first. Ben, you have a, a sort of a blog that you're doing on Facebook. Uh, what's that called? It's called The Secular Humanist. I uh, started it a while back. I unfortunately uh, haven't had a chance to contribute to it as much as I would like to lately. But well, you're uh, probably going to add to it now that you're uh, uh, doing this podcast with me. You're now probably going to be forced, peer pressured into doing more, aren't you? Probably, yeah. <laughs> more than likely. I'll have to figure out a way to share uh, some anchor. Maybe I can share this to my uh, to the page and... But uh, yeah, I have to download. I had Anchor for a while, and I uh, I really liked it, and I stopped using it. And on a, uh, a when I went switched phones, I I just I just haven't put it back on yet. Well, you know, Anchor is such a new app and such a new platform. I think is the best way to put it. Um, that I think it's been a learning curve for everyone including the company itself, you know, um, like how to use it. Mm. Because I think uh, when I first started using it, I, I, I knew right away I was going to try not to use it so much as a social media platform. And it immediately became a social media platform. And there were some cool things about that. You had a lot of back and forth and people talking, you know, back and forth. A lot of idiots, but, you know, I, I don't think they're truly idiots. I think there's just... People that uh, you, know, you know like to entice and uh, aggravate or um, be contrarian, such as myself. You know, <laughs> do you find that you? Um, I know when I used to do anchor, or when I do my own podcasts, I always sit and write it out first and follow a script, at least uh, loosely. Do you do this, or do you tend to do it off the cuff? Well, uh, well, like how we're speaking now, I like that to be very scripted. So, you know, uh, so even us talking about being scripted is actually scripted. Uh, it's all, you know, you have to be really good at reading scripts like we're reading right now. <laughs> busy looking around going, shit, did I forget we're, something? We're... <laughs> Um, it depends. Like sometimes I have a, a lot to say and I really need to compose the thought in order for me to expect anyone to understand, even begin to understand what I'm trying to say. I, uh, you know, it's, I find that when I write, at least, at least in my mind, I could be completely wrong about this. I, I find that when I write, I, I feel like I sound much more intelligent because I can sit and edit yeah yeah. whereas when i speak it's like uh well you know sometimes i don't know if i do quite as well as is when i write at least well here's my thoughts on that as if you've asked (laughs) uh because you know i'm i'm there with you man sometimes i've i'll go back and i always go back and listen myself and I sound like such a moron sometimes, you know, and you're just cringing and you're like, oh, I got to erase that, you know. But here's the thing. I think honesty 
is an important thing and is lacking, especially in our social medias, you know, um, and being honest about not what you think, but being honest about who you are as a person, you know, yeah. not who you are as a, what you do for work or, you know, who you are, but just who you are as a person at, at a core. And I think when you read from a script, you're trying to sell something. You're trying to sell an idea. You're trying to get people to agree with you. You know, there's there there's a certain amount of dishonesty as as white as it might be. You know, like a white lie kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. You know, it, 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 you're still you still have that concept of uh, or, you know that sort of underlying dishonesty, and it shows. in it and here's the thing: your words can be completely true. But it still shows yeah, sure. in your vocal inflection. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you know, I'll I do both, but mostly for anchor, I go off the cuff. But every now and then, when I really want to sell something, yeah. something across. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it's you know, I um, I I listen to a lot. I listen to your uh, your 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 audio, um, and I don't know. Maybe this is. Hold just on. The, are you saying that you're? An integrity radio listener. I am. Did you hear that, ladies and gentlemen? Um, I don't like the way my voice sounds. Yeah. When I play it back. Yeah. I sound, I don't know, maybe it's just me listening to the sound of my own voice, but thank you. I, I, uh, I just don't think I have a, I don't personally think I have a great voice for doing live audio. I think my voice sounds kind of weak and childish. When it comes over audio for some reason. Yeah, I, I, maybe that's just me listening yeah. to it, listening to the sound of my own voice. But I listen to guys like um, one of my favorite speakers is uh, Sam Harris. Yeah, and, and and just one of the, my favorite things about him is, is the way his voice sounds. You know, Sam Harris could come out and, and tell you that he believes in goblins, and you're like, well, you know, he sounds reasonable. <laughs> it's just that smooth, mellow voice. <laughs> I really like. I really like listening to, to to people that have nice sounding voices. A great orator. Well, that's what I, I always remember Noam Chomsky uh, when he says, "Beware the the great orators, yeah, the great speakers." You know, and it's true. You know, I, I uh, Neil deGrasse and and Sam Harris, uh, all those guys have kind of pulled me in, uh, but then upon closer scrutiny. Um, saw the the flaws in their in some of their logic, um, you know, not not towards uh, spiritual belief or anything, but in some of their other sure, topics sure. that they'll they'll approach. And let me ask you this, yeah. because uh, Christopher Hitchens, oh. what do you think about Hitch? Well, he's the best. He's the best. Okay, that's... he's the best. I mean, how how it. it, it I mean, First I, of all, I I'm not. I will gladly say I am not intelligent enough. Uh, no more for me. I am. I will gladly say I am not intelligent enough to scrutinize the great Hitch. <laughs> he was a. I could. I could sit and listen to Hitchens all day long. I just yeah. loved the way uh, he on rerun too because yeah. you, you can only catch about you know how much can you catch from what he says. He's an Englishman for God's sakes. You have to go back and look in the dictionary, you know, go read some history for an hour or two to catch up with one sentence of Hitch, you know. The man had more intelligence and substance than 
couple of civilizations you could think and of. And that's when he was drunk. <laughs> that's when he was drunk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he, he sorely missed. I really wish I got to meet him. Yeah. You know, um, you know I'm very fortunate to have met a lot of the, our, our mutual heroes that we have. Mm. But, um, yeah, he's one that I didn't get to miss. Penn has a great story about uh, his, yeah. Remember, <laughs> yeah, where he wouldn't let him he in the house with the alcohol. With the alcohol. What a <laughs> fucking prick of misery. <laughs> Penn, you're a fucking prick of misery. I love you, but you're a prick of fuck. Or we're a prick of misery. I know he's... Uh, Penn's, turned, Penn's turned into a... Uh, quite a mellow kind of persona. Yeah, he has. He's really switched his yeah, uh, yeah. his thing. Yeah, yeah. But I love him dearly, but boy, it was he a prick of misery on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Not let an alcoholic in. <laughs> the greatest alcoholic known to mankind. Greater than um, Bukowski, for God's sake. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I, I bet you Penn would even fucking turn Bukowski away. It's, Jesus, no, a hitch was an old product of that the 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 Fleet Street those those journalists the the Washington journalists that would gather. Maybe, I think he said in one of his books, you know, they would spill spill more just getting the stuff up to their mouth than most people drank in a year. <laughs> we are eating and doing this podcast. Yep. This is. Like I said, episode three, so I think we're going on our third year on this podcast. Hmm. And uh, episode two, episode one was like New Year's Eve, so hmm. typically I do about three or more a week. Oh, really? Oh, mm-hmm. wow. Jeez. That's very cool. So, but there's a lot. Of, see, I think I could get into Anchor just for that because Anchor, Anchor made it really easy. You know, whenever you just had a minute, you could just take your phone out, push push play, and, and excuse me, push record, and have at it. Yeah. No. Your uh, your dad's a next one cook, by the way. He is. No, he is. Although you got to watch him sometimes with the ketchup. <laughs> I haven't I haven't experienced this yet, but. You know, if if there's meatloaf involved, all bets are off because all, you know, I like a little bit of meatloaf with my ketchup. (laughs) (laughs) Ketchup is, was at least at one time, was a very big staple ingredient in the (laughs) Jacobson repertoire. (laughs) Um, We are getting ready for a Mondo yard sale Mm -hmm. that's happening this week. So we're getting stuff, all kinds of stuff together. And uh, and then all three of us, in one degree or another, have been uh, getting into the Daisy BB guns. Fixing them, shooting them, competing. Yeah, it's um, really, you know, I always, one of my dream jobs, I always thought it would be so neat to be a gunsmith. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, it's been really fun working on the BB guns. And I haven't really, I mean, these, you, you and my dad have pretty much been working on the BB guns, and I've just come over and fiddled around with you a little bit. But it's really, it's fascinating doing it and getting together and shooting them and plinking around and shooting the cans and, you know, 
Africans, Mexicans. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, somebody asked, you know, one of the students, I don't know if you remember, who was it? Uh, I, don't, I don't think you ever met Justin. Um, but Shoy he, Dog? Um, Justin Dewey? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He um, He's still training, and he asked me a question regarding pellet guns, you know, what I thought about pellet guns in regards to BB guns. Mm. And, um, you know, I, the main, well, one of the main things is that BB guns are unnecessarily, um, uh, dangerous, you know, I mean, you really can, uh, kill yourself working on a pellet gun, let alone shooting or getting shot by a pellet gun, Mm. but they're insufficiently dangerous to be used for self-defense. Yeah. You see, so, and then, you know, if you're shooting, if you're just shooting, like, less than 50 yards, what, what the hell do you need a pellet gun for, you know? And you spend more time loading a pellet gun than shooting a pellet gun. Pellet guns are way more macho. And then you're constantly uh, touching lead, right? So that's yeah. the macho part, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Now, you actually have a fairly fascinating collection of pellet guns. That Oh, yeah. Like, I love them. Really cool. I love them. I just don't have enough time to, yeah. to mess with them because they do require time. Yeah. BB gun, Red Rider, pick it up, start shooting it, and it's got a thousand or so shots. I don't know, six fifty, I think. It's probably it's probably enough uh, iron BBs in our backyard now to probably start mining. <laughs> start your own steel. Smel- start your own smelter back there. <laughs> But we uh, competed, the three of us. Dan's being very quiet in the background. He doesn't want to be implicated in any of this. Sadly, I came in last place, I think. <laughs> you with your little uh, your little um, Buck Rogers commemorative, or your Buck Jones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Buck Rogers. Your Buck Jones, uh, you were, man, you were, you were dead-eye Sam with that thing. It was, um, That's an incredible tool there. Very fortunate to have uh, procured that. Mm. So, um, yeah, well, I'm not going to go on too much longer because I promised you this wouldn't go on forever. And we got to continue to get ready for the yard sale and stuff. But um, I'm going st- to uh, continue chewing here. I'm going to finish chewing before I... I spit all over you guys. Can you say? Can you share these uh, these clips you're doing onto Facebook? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Okay! Oh yeah! Yeah, definitely post this on your okay. on your site and yeah. stuff. Yeah, and um, you know we'll share uh, uh, links back and forth as uh, we often do, and uh, it'll proliferate, man. This will probably get heard by like four or five more people. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're actually getting dozens, to- perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> we're actually getting, on average, um, so far about a hundred. Uh, listeners well that's good yeah yeah that's, that's I, awesome. and 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 it's pretty been pretty steady so like yeah. through over a three-year period you look at all the episodes they they tend to get about 300 solid listeners so thank you you 300 people uh you're obviously better than everyone else yeah <laughs> um but a little background with ben here um before we sign off uh, Ben said he'll, uh, he, he wouldn't mind helping me out and co-hosting 
the Integrity Radio Show here, um, uh, you know, in the future. So you will be hearing more of Ben in the future with me. And um, I originally met Ben, how many years ago was it? Was it 80? No, 90? Uh, I think it was 94? 90, 93? 93 or 94. Or yeah, 93, 94. Yeah. And uh, you, I think, are the first real... I had a few crazy uh, students where I would just fight them. But you were the first real student that wasn't chased away by the fighting part <laughs> and just kind of stuck it through and just kept fighting back. Those were good times. Yeah, so Ben quite literally is the first real uh, student that I had uh, uh, back in 1992, three, 94, something like that. Yeah. yeah. And, um, I was 18 years old. And he was a, uh, a cliff diver at the time out in Hawaii. And uh, that was insane. He was doing high dives and all that. And um, he was a very impressive, studly young man. Not the old bastard you are now. No. No. <laughs> old, not the clunky old, <laughs> rusted, rusted out, uh, not the Ferrari I once was. Uh, you, you, you're, you're, aging, you're aging quite gracefully and quite nicely, I must say. And I'm really glad that you got out of cliff diving because that would not have fared well in the aging process. No. I'm quite sure of it. No. Um and uh, yeah, he's a cliff diver. Uh, we were involved in the martial arts together. We actually were involved in what we're doing now together, quite quite intimately, which yeah. is yard sailing. Yard sailing? Yeah, we, we were we were uh, writers. We had the Kumu Oahu News. Yeah, yeah, we did media. We did media b- yeah. before, mm-hmm. so we are old cohorts in this mass media <laughs> mass media yeah. Yeah. Um, endeavor. Still- Remember uh, when we first started doing web pages? Learning, um, yeah, this is back before the what you see is what you get. Uh, before HTML three came, we were doing HTML two point oh. We were doing HTML two point oh, and you had to you had to program it in, type it out. The there was no editors. There was no. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. Anyone that does programming now is just rolling their eyes, <laughs> laughing at us like morons. morons. Don't even use the word programming and HTML yeah, together, yeah. please. You're an idiot, you know. But, you know, hey, fuck you. You know, I mean, we, we thought we were fucking we geniuses. Thought, we thought we were geniuses. Yeah, we yeah. We were, we're like, God damn, programmers. look at that. I just did some word processing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then when we were able to link uh, RAM files and you know, for real audio files yeah, and shit like that, when we were able yeah. to do that, we just we we're just so full of ourselves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, so, well, let me see, and uh, and then uh, that's it. And then also, you were a uh, you were a my what I would call a main financier. Of the Wing Chun Diamond Springs Wing Chun, hmm? yeah, and we operated uh, it. Um, yeah, we had it going for quite a while. Yeah, yeah. So and that was quite nice. It's a uh, we're, we're both a sh- we're both sorry that we lost that place. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. This life yeah. happens, right? So, um, all right. Well, 
I will talk to you folks later, probably sooner than later. It won't be this long before the next episode. I want to thank you all for listening. Uh, be sure to check out what's your site again? The Secular Humanist. The Secular Facebook. Humanist. The Secular Humanist. Humanist on Facebook. And then also there is, uh, oh, right, pickingadaisy.com. And uh, I also have Picking a Daisy on Facebook as well. And there is The Art of Integrity. Uh, well, you can just find The Art of Integrity on sifuz.com. That's me. And let's see. Anything else? You got any goodbyes? Uh, you know what? It's been nice to doing a podcast with you. And uh, I look forward to doing some more in the future. All right, folks. We'll see you the next time. Hey, everybody. This is Z. I've been wanting to write this song for quite some time, maybe two, three years. It's called the Wiffle Blast song. You wanna whiffle. You wanna whiffle. You wanna whiffle.
was the Wiffle Blast song. And you know you want a Wiffle Blast. So if you like that song, let me know. Share it. Uh, and maybe I'll put that up on iTunes. Uh, give it a good mix. And offer it for download. All right, you can also check out the music of Integrity Radio over on Spreaker. Search for The Art of Integrity. And if you listen carefully, you can hear Luna snoring. Thanks for listening. This is going to take some explaining. There's this monster dinosaur lover. It sees a cute little bunny. Monster dinosaur lover wants to kiss the bunny. <sighs> and starts running towards the bunny. The bunny rabbit gets scared and starts running away. The bunny rabbit has nowhere to go and winds up jumping off a canyon. Dinosaur Lover is heartbroken over this. The little bunny falls into a river at the bottom of the canyon. And is found on the river banks by a little tribe of Laputians. Maybe about one-fifth the size of the bunny. They all carry 
the bunny from the riverbanks. They chant incantations. Consciousness. He finds out he's surrounded by these little native Laputians. freaked out so he decides he's going to get up and run but finds he can't move the little bunny has been tied down and will be sacrificed (laughs) 